What's going on, youth workers? Paul Turner here from thediscipleproject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. Welcome to the show today. I know that many of you are waking up just now out of your turkey coma, and that is okay because I am also waking up out of my turkey coma, and uh, I like it. I like the turkey coma, to be honest with you. I should have uh, turkey comas more often uh, just because I do like turkey. But since we're both wide awake today, why don't we go ahead and have a show? That's right. Let's have a show today about the devotional life of youth workers with my guest, Ben Birdsong. We'll get to him in just a moment. But before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you that... 2022 is right around the corner. Next week, I'll be sharing some thoughts with you on some resources. Uh, Some are brand new, some are updated, and those are resources that you're going to want to have for 2022 if you want to build a successful youth ministry. But today, today's show is brought to you by Squad Goals. It is a goal-setting course that I created so that you could start to dive deep into what makes your youth ministry tick and what is going to get you over the line. What is going to get you over that numbers line? that discipleship line, that growth line, whatever that is. Maybe you have some personal goals that you want to have. There you have ministry goals, you have personal goals, and all of that is included in squad goals. It is a daily email that you're going to get. It has worksheets, it has questions, it has everything you need to go ahead and set and achieve the goals that you want to make in 2022. So I'm going to put a link down in the description below. I hope that you will check it out because I want your youth ministry to grow. I want you to achieve your goals in 2022. If you didn't do so well this past year, it's okay. You've got another shot at it. As long as you're breathing, you can set goals and achieve them. But don't wait until January 1st. It's a bad time to do it. Start setting your goals right now so you can jump into the year and have your personal goals worked out as well as the youth ministry goals that you want to put before your leaders and something you can agree upon, something you can put before your students and before your leaders and say, let's do this together because you don't know what God has for you in 2022. It is best to be prepared and ready and start working through that process now. There'll be a link down in the show notes and you can sign up for this and you will get an email every day with a new worksheet and new questions and a new deep dive into the goals that you want to achieve. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our episode today. My guest today is Ben Birdsong. He is a church and parachurch student ministry veteran and currently serves as the Minister of Missions at Christ Church Birmingham in Birmingham, Alabama. He is also an adjunct professor at Birmingham Theological Seminary. Ben has a bachelor's degree in marketing and human resource management from the University of Alabama at Birmingham, a master of divinity degree from Samford University's Beeson's Divinity School, and a doctor of ministry in ministry to emerging generations from Gordon Cornwall Theological Seminary. And as an author, Ben has written the devotional books, Words from the Cross, Seven Statements That Will Transform Your Life, Journeying Through Jesus's Final Moments Before His Death, and James, Everyday Faith, which is his newest book and the book that we're going to be talking about today, as well as the importance of the devotional life of the youth worker. All right, here I am with the wonderful, the magnificent, the beautifully bearded, Ben Birdsong. Good to see you, Paul. So glad to be with you today. Good to be with you. I think that needs to be your new moniker, the beautiful bearded Ben Birdsong. I love it. The beard it is rolls. not as intense as I wish, but we're working on it. <laughs> well, you know. Full Duck Dynasty, but the wife doesn't appreciate that. So <laughs> you, you gotta do what you can. <laughs> you do what you can, brother. You do what you can. I understand. Well, thanks for being on the show today. And uh, we got a lot to share today because you have a great 
new book out on the book of James, uh, a great devotional book. I've been able to read through it, and it is certainly a blessing. Um, so why James then, uh, buddy? Why, why, did we, uh, why did we want to dig down into James? And what makes that um, something that you looked at and said, man, I really want to break this book down. Of all the 66 books that are in Scripture, you said, ah, James, that's it. Right. We're going to go for yeah, that. Yeah. So I went with James because I feel like James is uber practical. And James is trying to relate a topic that's super important to all of us when it comes to Christianity and following Jesus. And it's how does our faith look like in real life? What is the connection between faith and action? And so for my time in student ministry, when you have students ask at points, you know, the students that want to go deeper go, hey, I want to read God's word. Where do I start? You send them to, I would typically send them to James or John. And so in John's gospel, you get this clear picture of Jesus. And when you get to James, you get uh, Jesus's half brother's perspective on Jesus and perspective on living the Christian life. And when you think about the practicalities of faith, there's passages in James that kick all of us in the butt. <laughs> you read this, read this section and go, this is an area where I still need to grow. And so that's one of the great things about James is there's a constant challenge, whether you've been a Christian for two weeks or you've been a Christian for years, the book of James brings you back to the basics and brings you back to remind yourself that, you know, you need God and you need Jesus and the growth process that you're in is not there yet, but he's the one who's sufficient to grow you in all these areas. Yeah. And you bring up a great point that I know that many youth workers, you know, point to the book of John, right? That's where you want to start from the, you know, the biography, if right. you will, of Jesus, right? You want to go through his life. You want to go through those things. And then going to James, I think is so critical, like you said, because it is practical. It's like, how can I start following Jesus right now? How can I start changing my perspective? Um, and, and in you writing this devotion, um, I think it's both good for, I think, the youth worker themselves, right. by the way. Uh, but it's also good, I think, for passing along to students as well. That could be say, look, here's something you can read that's going to be super practical, uh, that you Definitely can start so. your you can start your journey right now and be a part of that. Um, 100%. One other thing on James you think about is for a new Christian, it's easy if you get into Romans and Ephesians to drown in theology. Oh. And James is one of those books that, you know, eliminates a lot of the questions of like, how do we explain this big word and these things are less prevalent in James. So it becomes a good intro book for people. Oh, and that is another great point because yeah, I don't think I would say, well, listen, if you want to learn how to live the Christian life, let's go to Romans. Right. I mean, yes, yes. I mean, there's plenty in there, but boy, is it heavy right. uh, with a lot of other things because of 100%. you know who Paul is writing to and 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 why he's writing to them and, and various other reasons. Whereas James, James just is a stripped down version of here's your practical life, right? Where there is a lot of it's all theology, but it's right. but it's a but where where Paul maybe comes off a little high-minded or you know, he's yeah. up in the oh, clouds yeah. a little bit, right? Definitely. He's up in the clouds, he's 30,000 feet above, whereas James is is on the ground. He's, right. he's in the dirt saying here, this is where this needs to, this is where this, where this is where your feet need to start walking. A hundred percent. And I think that's such a great, uh, a great point. Cause you, uh, I would not say, yeah, go to Romans. That's <laughs> it's not your, <laughs> it's not your go-to book uh, to share with students. So yeah, you should, you should definitely do that. Well, speak to this and speak to the fact that it, it, was there a, uh, 
you know, a day when you're writing, you say, wow, this is, this passage really spoke uh, to me more than others. Was there a, something you were writing and you said, wow, that's really, you know, even in writing this really kind of uh, affirmed maybe why this, why this devotion needs to exist. Yeah, for sure. So I uh, brought the book and, so, and, and on, you should on day, on day five, uh, James is writing about blessings and trials and uh, James one uh, verse 12 reads this way. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial for when he has stood the test, he received the crown of life, which God has promised for those who love him. I love this because it's so practical because so often we run into moments where life doesn't go as we planned. And we ask questions like, why did I do to deserve this? Why is this happening to me? You're speaking and, to my language. <laughs> and um, the the phrase from the devotion that I wrote that I, that I think has been really encouraging to me when I find myself in these moments, even after writing this book, is this. It says, in the middle of our difficulty, we don't know what's going to happen or what's around the corner. Yet the invitation from James is to hold tightly onto Jesus. It's like the little kid in the pool with his dad. The kid lacks the ability to swim, understands that the pool is much deeper than he is tall, and grips onto his dad as his very life depended upon it. So we think about uh, trials and challenges in life, and we think about a God who's with us and for us, and a God who can we can trust when we don't when we can't see into the darkness, when we feel like the pool is deeper than we are tall. We can jump into his arms because he's the one who's faithful and he's the one who remains faithful. And, you know, you can look at the whole Bible. You can look at James's life and you can talk to other believers who've been through this journey, who know that even though days are dark and moments are hard and it, sometimes it feels like your prayers hit the ceiling, we have a God who's faithful and we have a God who loves us and we have a God who's there. And, and he will be the one that eventually teaches us to swim. A hundred percent. And so 100%. that's the, that's the practicality of James too, right? Where it says, "Look, yes, uh, look, definitely, yes." We can talk about swimming theoretically. Uh, right. You you can talk to that little boy about now. You move your arms this way, and you do this, and you do that. Right. But until you get into the pool, uh, it's, it goes from theory to practice real quick. And right. I think that's what James does, right? That's where you where, it's, where I think that's where you in the devotion are putting forth the swimming lessons, if you will, yes, uh, of faith. That's a great way to frame that. <laughs> uh, uh, the swimming lessons. So look, if you really want to make it in the pool of faith there, you're, you're going to have to learn how to swim. And James is a great book of swimming lessons uh, of everyday, everyday things. Right. Definitely so. That's great. Now, I want to get, and, and, and this is where I start to get into, um, uh, you know, uh, getting into youth workers business, you know, okay. and, if you're, and if you're a youth worker listening, I'm just going to get into your business, as they say. I'm going to get up all up in your kitchen, as they used to say. I'm going to, I'm going to be touching your stuff here for a second, because I want you to speak to the fact. Can you speak to the importance of daily devotions, especially for youth workers? Yeah, you know, there's youth workers right. who uh, who are so busy doing the ministry right. that they forget about their own souls. They forget that they need this uh, this time with the Lord. Can you speak to that? Because I think that's just an important lesson that maybe youth workers need to hear uh, here today. Definitely. Definitely so. Um, I think it's easy in ministry, and I still serve in ministry. I'm not in youth ministry anymore, but still work for a church serving in a different role. It's easy for us to get slammed and focused on other things. And our, our phone goes off, people show up in our office unannounced, 
And we're thinking about all the 150,000 things we have to do. And it's easy for studying God's word to be reduced to, oh, I have to do a lesson tonight. So let me look at God's word. Yeah. And if we're going to carve aside time for God, that's something we're going to have to do to make a priority and do early in the morning, do late at night, find a spot where we can get away and do that and make that happen because that's our lifeline. Yeah. Uh, you think about, um, I always think about John 15 in the vine and the branches and being connected to the source. And if we're going to be the people that are producing faith in producing spirituality and producing teachings about God through our own lives to pour out to others, we have to get that first and foremost from him. When yeah. we think about burnout and I know I've been through seasons of burnout in ministry and I'm sure many listening to this have as well sure. to get to that point of burnout when we lose our connection with Jesus to remind us who we are and who he is and who we are in light of him. And that's uber important. And so when we think about devotions, I think we, it's easy also to get in a mindset with devotions where we're trying to conquer it. And we think about, we're going to have a Bible reading plan and I'm going to read 52, you know, I'm going to read through the whole Bible this year. And, you know, like most Bible reading plans, they die with the Israelites in the wilderness. Yeah. And so uh, when we think about reading God's word, the point isn't to conquer and to achieve this much reading or to check off this box. It's to meet with Jesus. And that's hard because, you know, there are times when it's easier to run off to something else. It's times when you open God's word and read and to try to connect to Jesus and you feel like he's not responding to you and you feel like there's a struggle with that. And so, but it's a fight and you think about disciplines and, and talking to people about disciplines, I think they're natural things that we're disciplined with in our life that we're passionate about. And so you have certain people that are health people and they'll go to the gym a hundred times a week. And that's just part of them or people that get disciplined around different topics. When we think about God's word and pursuing him, it's a discipline. And the beauty of the discipline is you're going to show up and you're going to do that. You know, you hope you brush your teeth every day and that's a discipline at you least hope. for others around you, you know, and you had middle school students and you taught that, you know, there's some things in life you do for yourself brushing your teeth and putting on deodorant are things you do for others. Yes. And yes, so you when you, you think should. about pursuing God's <laughs> word as a discipline, you yes. know, you're showing up and you're being there and, you know, some days are probably more fruitful than others, but your faithfulness to be there and God's faithfulness to be there for you is the truth that we're hanging on to. Yeah. You know, I noticed too, that people get mad, uh, you know, when movies are not faithfully adapted to the book, Right or to the comic book, and what they say is, is that they 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 got away from the source material, mm -hmm. right? They started making up their own stuff, and uh, and that's what I find too with youth workers, uh, you know, in this and or forget youth workers, just the life of a Christian. If you get away from the source material, you start making up your own narratives, you start making up your own things, and how right. important it is to do that. Also. Great point about this. Look, so we're coming up on 2022. Okay. Right. Everybody's thinking about, I'm going to read the Bible more, or right. I'm going to read the Bible better, or I'm going to read the Bible consistently or whatever they're talking about, right? They're, they're, their goal. It's, it's their people are in review process right now. Right. And they're thinking to themselves, well, what can I do? And what, you know, how, what's 22 going to look like? And, you know, all that. And you bring up a great point that yes, those things, we are forgetful people. We are forgetful right. people. We forget sometimes to have devotions 
And uh, we're making plans now for 22, how we can do better. And just like going to the gym or anything else, anything we want to be disciplined at, uh, we just lack it. We're just terrible people. We're human beings that just lack the ability to to simply hunker down. And let's be honest too, you you know, but in before, before this came along, okay. uh, You'd have to have your Bible laying out somewhere to remind you. Right. To read it. Right. You'd put it at the breakfast table or you'd put it in your favorite chair. Or, yeah. You know, you're going to read your Bible. Right. Well, I mean, this is about as simple as, you know, clicking the button and saying, hey, uh, remind me tomorrow at 7 a.m. to uh, read my Bible. Right. Right. Uh, and I just think there's so many good points you brought up that you have to as a youth worker, you have to take care of your soul. And you have to you have to stay close to the source material. You have to stick close to that because you're doing it. You're not. It is for yourself, but the byproduct, like you said, of that is you're doing it for other people. As a 100%. minister, as a minister, you're saying, "Listen, I I have a responsibility to the congregation, to my youth ministry, to the people right. around me, to live as Christ would live." And James is a super practical. It's not. Right. It's it's not all all head stuff like if you were to go to romans and now you're you know mulling over you know the wages of sin and you're 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 going look that's for another time maybe but like you said with your devotion on james gets you in the the things you can do today a hundred percent and i think one thing too when we think about devotions it's easy not to have grace for ourselves oh and when we yeah. think about like to use diet as dieting as an example, you go on a diet and then one day you see that double cheeseburger and you give in. Uh, and it's like I'm never dieting again. I'm gonna only eat double cheeseburgers now. Oh and we and we tend to approach God's word that way. You know, mm. I was on this reading plan for for seven days a week and I have missed two. Therefore no. I cannot get back on. <laughs> nope. So no, absolutely not. Yeah, that's yeah, you do have to give your you do have to give yourself the grace to say, look, I am a flawed human being. And if I miss a day, uh, I'm not going to hell today for that. Right. Right. Uh, um, um, I have to give myself enough grace and that God's big enough, right. To sustain me during that time. Uh, when maybe, I mean, look, God took care of the Israelites. I think he can uh-huh. take care of us. Definitely. Definitely. So. That's in a doing point. that. So, so let me ask you this then, if people, would you recommend your devotion for not only youth workers, but, you know, could it be adapted? Could a youth worker take this and adapt this for students? Yeah. So this actually started out as uh, student material that I used in my youth ministry that I have kind of tweaked to fit a larger audience. And so when you think about some of the questions in there, uh, there's still questions that are targeted at students specifically, but there's also stuff that's targeted at a larger audience. So what I, what I use this for is a couple of things. One, did a podcast around it and used these as content around the podcast. Another thing I would do is I would teach uh, morning breakfast devotions with students. And so what we would do with this is me and even, even staff would walk through different days of this. And it's something that is short enough that you could read it in about five minutes with a group around a biscuit, around some coffee and ask two or three questions and have a conversation around the text. And so it works really well for that, that kind of a setting for students and also for youth workers. Yeah. I had a youth, I had a youth pastor tell me one time that look that, you know, back in the day, you know, that the great uh, uh, chefs 
you know, who uh, who had a little girth around them was because uh-huh. they were sampling their own stuff, right? They're they're busy eating while they're cooking. Right. And so when you're when you're having devotion for yourself and you can partake of that yourself while you're teaching it as well. And right. like I said, you're are those podcasts still up? Are those are those they are still up, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, then we're going to put a link. Engagingthescripture.com is the website for that. So that Engage- was the Engaging the Scripture podcast. I my podcast uh, world ended a lot quicker than yours, <laughs> so yours <laughs> is still going, which is awesome. But you know, yes, that does still exist well, in the depths of the internet and uses uh, resources. So okay, yeah. well, we'll put a link down that below. And I'm just too dumb to quit. I think that's just my that's my problem. When you get so far into it. You're yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to quit now. <laughs> I've just, I've shown, well, I've come well, too you're far. impacting a lot of lives and you didn't like, <laughs> le- you're leaving it all in the field. I ran from the field. So. <laughs> oh, well, no, 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 no. You didn't, you didn't run from the field. You just sort of uh, elevated the field, right? <laughs> um, well, I think it's a wonderful devotion. I think if youth workers um, are interested in a practical um, devotion book for themselves first, for themselves first, to feed your own soul. And then secondly, to be able to adapt it for, um, you know, for students to say, look, this is something I can do with them. Once again, is no crime in, in doing your devotions in community. Why would you right. not get around with other youth workers? Or why would you not do this with your family? Or why would you not do this with uh, students? Or why would you not do this with your staff? I mean, yep. just pitch it right and say, Hey guys, what if we just did James, you know, through the week and we, we started a Slack uh, you know, a, a conversation or a chat or, or something like that was like, look, because probably it, and this goes back to your point too, about people who give up, you know, I, I don't think people, if you're in community doing this, I, I don't think you give up as quickly. Right. If you know, somebody is counting on you to be at the gym, you go 100%. to the gym, whether you want to go to the gym or not. Right. So using this devotion uh, of James is great and say, Hey, would you go through James with me? Would you, would you, can we go through this together? And once again, whether you do that with students or your family or your staff or your adult leaders that are with you, whatever it is, find the, find the reason to show up every day. Right. Right. And you know, put that out there and say, Hey, I want to, I want to do this with a group of people so that I make sure that. I feed my soul because people are counting me, you know, counting on me to, to show up, um, to do that. Definitely. So where can, if people are wanting, if youth workers, uh, Sunday school teachers, which once again, good stuff for Sunday school, uh, yeah, small groups, other areas that you can use this in, uh, where can this book be purchased? So, uh, books can be purchased on my website, benbirdsong.com, or it is also available on amazon.com. So those are two great locations for that. If you want to do uh, bulk pricing on books, uh, reach out to me through benbirdsong.com and I can get you a better price than Amazon's going to have. That is a great so, deal. And there is Kindle and, um, and physical book options as well. Man, that's fantastic. That's a, listen, there's no reason it totally accessible. And I like the idea of getting multiple books because then you can do that as a small group where you do, maybe one right. devotion where you're together and then you have the six days after that, where you're checking in on the devotions you're doing. Definitely so, so. so that's phenomenal. Now, what if people want to uh, connect with you, Mr. Ben Bird? So I know you just put out all your, your yeah, websites yeah. and those things, but is there places on social and things like that? If people wanted to connect with you there? 
Yeah, if you go to benbirdsong.com, there's links over to the social. Um, I'm more active on Facebook and Instagram. I also have a Twitter uh, that's kind of dated, but it's there. And so you can only you can only take a little bit of the Kool-Aid at once. You can't. Twitter, you know. Twitter's not a real place. It's not a real place. That's what Dave Chappelle says. <laughs> Dave Chappelle go. says Twitter's not, a re- Twitter's not a real place, and I agree with him. Twitter's not a real place. It, I'm there, but it's not real, so I just take yeah. it with a grain of salt. But uh, Ben, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on the, the program today and thank sharing you, about your book and sharing about the importance of devotions for the youth worker, but also accountability and all the other factors that go into that. So thank you for your good work, sir, in, uh, in equipping the saints uh, to, to follow Christ. Well, thanks so much for having me. Appreciate what you're doing with the podcast. You're impacting a ton of lives and changing a lot of student ministries. So I know youth pastors and I'm grateful for that. So, well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. That's it, buddy. We will catch you in another episode. Okay. Sounds great. Well, I think you can tell from that interview that Ben is a super cool guy and, uh, and he's a smart guy. And so I hope that you will check out his new devotion book, James Everyday Faith. There'll be links down in the show notes. And uh, this will make a great gift for your students, for yourself, for your leadership team. So if you want to go ahead and purchase by the bulk, just like Ben said, you can go to benbirdsong.com, uh, get a special rate from him, and he will hook you up. Now, I know what you've been thinking. You're thinking, Paul, what can we get you for Christmas? Well, really, that's really easy. That's Just leave a review for the podcast. Just go on over. There'll be a link down to iTunes down there in the show notes, and you can leave a review. If you're brand spanking new to the show, go ahead and listen to two, three, four, unless you've already reached a decision, then by all means, go ahead. But if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you have not left your review yet, why? Why not? Why not get this out to the world? You've listened to 10, 20 episodes. Don't hog it all to yourself. Leave a review and let this podcast be found in search. And those who stop by can see your thoughts on the podcast and they can make a decision based on those. So thank you guys so much for listening today. If you're brand new to the show, once again, thank you for listening, being a part. And also, if uh, nobody's told you lately that you're doing a good job, well, let me be the first to tell you this week at least, or maybe even today, you're doing a good job and you're just going to get better. Take care of your devotional life. Scripture says that guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. And part of guarding your heart is your devotion time with the Lord. So take care of that and everything else will take care of itself. So that's it for today, guys. Appreciate your time and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.